one. Oh boy. There we go. This official tissue. It's recording. Boom. And yep. the episode is starting with the end credits Loki theme. I forgot how that goes, to be honest. Well, you're here when the episode comes out. I can only play like 20 seconds of it, though. Oh, okay, um, okay. Man, let me check, actually. When's the last time I did a fucking thing? April 8th. Holy crap. That's right. Two three months. months oh, it's oh. about to be three months. Yeah, it's going to be three months. Yeah, just a couple days. Go. Cool. That was the last time I did one. And actually, so for the longest time, my friend Ruby had, like, the first place slot in terms of uh, plays for the cast. And now Just is in first place. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Um... Let me it's pretty see. Beautiful. Just is in first. Ruby is in second. And Francisco's in third. Look at that. Oh, Francisco. It's a it's a beautiful order we have there. In or in order of beauty. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit. That's it. Us. But uh anyway. No it's plan. Life. No no plan. No no topic of discussion just shooting the shit jeff feel i feel um, you and uh <laughs> i don't know why but i just thought of something do it that say it. That, that i did want to say and it's gonna it's probably gonna sound super silly but so i remember when game boys were a thing mm. and they needed batteries i don't know if you remember that that's isn't that like the color days and the OG? Yeah, it's like the nineties. Game with so, color, yeah. So um someone needed batteries. So I provided an extension of that person, someone, with batteries to give to them. It turns out those batteries didn't work. Much like at all. They didn't work at all. I don't know what I was trying to say there. But they didn't work. Period. Flat. I didn't know that. I was under the impression that those were fresh batteries. So I get a call like an hour later and I was like, why'd you give uh, why'd you give them dead batteries? I was like, what are you talking about? It's like, you knew the batteries are dead. Why'd you give it to them? I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm still, you, you have me at a loss here. What are you talking about? The batteries you gave me, they're dead. They do not work. It's like, oh, I, I thought that those were fresh batteries because I took them from the pile that has fresh batteries in my apartment. No, you didn't. You knew they were dead. Why'd you give them to them? So the whole idea of this conversation was like, I can't fucking stand when people think that they're <laughs> right about something. Like, like, you're so ignorant because you got butt hurt over something that you're not understanding that, hey... Maybe this was legitimately an accident, and maybe someone wasn't being a prick. And it, I couldn't wrap my head around how dumb the situation was, because it was as simple as, oh, I thought those batteries worked. Well, I have more. Like, that work, not that we're dead, because I legitimately grabbed them from a pile that wasn't dead. And 
they just couldn't get over the fact that I was lying and I gave them the batteries to to instill hope that they can play the Game Boy. And it was like, what? What kind of sick fuck or sick like nine year old do you think I was that I was giving someone dead batteries out of pure fucking enjoyment of chaos? Like, are you stupid? Like, I don't, I don't know. But someone I always just like um, to watch the world burn. Yeah, yeah, like that. That's pretty much like yeah. That was like a, a solid Joker um, segue. But that always bothered me for some weird reason, and uh, it just um, it's. It's so stupid that people do that. Like you just you get so butthurt and you're like, eh, I don't want to hear the truth. All I want is my lies. And then they just you know, bombs. Anyways, uh, that was a weird way to start off a conversation. Yeah, that was yeah. a little a little segue, but it was interesting. Yeah, but it yeah. it was a legitimately thing that was I was like, <laughs> just nagging me for. It's been nagging me since yesterday. To Grinding be your gears. It has been grinding my gears for 24 hours, almost 48, and um, yeah, I just I just wanted to, to say it because it, it's so trivial, but you know, sometimes uh, the trivial things are hilarious. Jaffiel, I think that's what they say. They say that, right? I think yes. that's what they say. But uh, and you know, the other trivial thing that's fucking hilarious is my Twitch account has the adequate followers for me to have my affiliate link and twitch never gave it to me so you I can't contact them that about them like, i did like contact them about that whoa what the hell was that i emailed them and they're just like that's pretty much like that's that's how that conversation ended so oh, i was like oh okay. great don't care about the little guy got it so i can't make a climate a climatic shift in my career and turn to twitch <laughs> you bastards but um, that's another thing that grinded my gears. I worked hard for that sub button, and or that affiliate mm, thing. You know, it's not something easy to get. It takes a lot of time. I actually, I mean, I of course partners harder, but I think uh, affiliate is still showcases that you've taken a lot of time. I mean, you've been streaming for a long time for you to, you know, it's got fifty now. Dude, ever since, it. ever since I didn't like, I gave them a month to do it too, and when that month hit. And I had nothing. Like I just stopped streaming. I lost all urge. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. But uh, I mean, makes but, sense uh, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's we're gonna honestly. What? No, I just want to say that streaming is a beautiful thing. You know, it's it's just it is easier to lose the consistency and the urge to do it. Um, even though it's really fun, it's just. You know, there'll be those days where no one's in your chat. And uh, you just feel like, okay, <laughs> I'm talking to myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just like, uh, you know, but it's it's really when you have people there interacting with you and you're interacting with them and you're playing your game and, and when you're really taking advantage of that entire streamer experience, it's it's really a different level that's why something like that an affiliate link that's you know you pour so much time into that it's just like there has to be a way to get it there has to be a way you can contact them to get it you know what i find dumb about streamers i'm gonna say this before i go get my pizza rolls so here okay and may, maybe this is just like 
uh, a fucking a new age, like a new generational level of stupidity. But I find it with a lot of streamers, a lot of them are dumb when it comes to attention. Like, it doesn't matter if you have five people in your chat or 500 people in your chat or 5,000 people in your chat, in which case you probably can't read the fucking chat at that point. But it annoys me when someone, when a streamer gets upset at the chat as if they're not anticipating toxicity in the chat. And it can be like anything, like somebody trying to backseat game or somebody saying something aggressive or or what they find aggressive like like uh oh you forgot the item on the floor next to the shang chi like if you like something like that they're like oh my god i told you not to say that like streamers are super stupid when it comes to that and they're very like you they're like fucking like they have a problem like a mental imbalance a chemical imbalance with shit like that because a lot of streamers are like I hate using this fucking word. A lot of streamers are super triggered by sh dumb shit like that. That is so fucking irrelevant. Like, it literally does not matter. Like, the, like you have mods. Let your mods handle the chat. Not that the chat needs to be fucking handled because it's a fucking chat room. What do you, like, yeah. what do you, what do you think was going to happen in a chat that's literally thousands of people have access to? There's so many personalities. You can't control all of them. And you're on a fucking streaming service. In which case you show how well you're able to play something. You think people aren't going to narc off and say dumb shit. Like, what kind of fucking world do you think we live in? Like, right. this, it's, Especially it's so... Especially on the internet. Yeah. Like, of all places on the internet. And it's it's just so dumb. Because, like, almost every stream now I, get, I see. Which is one of the reasons why I don't watch Twitch anymore. Like, so recently... Uh, I, I resubbed. I, I think I, I hit, like... 29 months on one of the streamers that i've been watching since like she started and i said it as a joke um on, as the stream message like oh hey we're almost at 30 months at 30 months you have to watch the harry potter series because she's never watched it before and i but i know that and i said it as a joke and then she she reiterated that she's never seen it and so her chat got a little weird and like people were like what like reacting like how like if someone was like fucking i've never seen a single marvel in the marvel cinematic universe to a dork you'd be like what? you know like you fucking react all crazy so mm -hmm. she got so hyper defensive over people joking around or she started saying like oh what because it's a popular movie i have to watch what everyone's watching and it's like yo it's like super are you, hypersensitive for no reason. Like, like, are you fucking stupid? Like, it's not that serious. It's a sub message. I just gave you money. Yeah, like it's no, but like seriously, like, are you are you dumb? Because it's really not that serious. Like, nothing on your chat is that serious for you to have five minutes of a bad time doing something that's supposed to be chill. Like nothing should be like you, you got, you got a problem. And like, it happened again, like not like a week ago on someone's like live. It's some, it's some cyclist that, that I was watching. And, um, I happened to notice something in the stream and I pointed it out and the chat was reacting like I said something wrong. 
Because I, I noticed someone that I knew in the stream in real life. So I was like, oh, hey, uh, I know such and such. This is this person. And the whole chat was like, oh, yeah, he knows her. Ha, 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 you fucking virgin. Like, they started reacting like <laughs> that. And then the dude that was streaming was like, why would you say that? What the fuck, you want me to go up to her? And I was like, oh are you guys, like, actually dumb? Like, are, I'm starting to think that the streaming community is just full of idiots. Because I mean, it's like, do you not understand that I just said something because I noticed something on the fucking stream that you're doing? Did you see me attach a memo to the statement saying, pursue girl, must kill? No. All I said was, oh, cool. I see something that I know on your live stream. And I'm just letting you know that that was funny to me, not to your fucking stupid chat and not to you, who apparently is stupid now. And that's it's such a weird thing that I just feel like streamers are like, what's that fucking word? They're just fucking autistic or some shit. Like, I don't know. It's so weird. Like, they're, they're, they just have a level of stupidity that I don't get. That I feel like you only get as a streamer when you're successful at it. It's, when you have a following, your mentality just degradates to a point where you are just unapproachable and unbearably human. And that's that's probably sounds like really radical and it's like, well, he's exaggerating. Maybe I am a little bit. But you can see how like frustrating it is to deal with a streamer as a viewer who is strictly trying to do one one of two things that you're supposed to do one view the stream to interact and you can't do either or without being criticized so when you criticize back they get defensive and all of a sudden once again you're the bad guy it's just i just find that hilarious that streamers are like that diva-esque uh give me one second i know you have to get a thought out but i smell my pizza rolls burning I'm going to pause this, but the stream is going to... We're going to bleed back into it like I never paused it. All right, the boss is back, Applesauce. But, yeah, that's kind of what I was... Uh, when I was... When I was... I don't know. I was just getting another thought out. But I just find that so stupid. Why are they so stupid? Do you know why they're so stupid? Can you tell me why? I, I honestly think streaming culture... Uh, it's it's at an interesting... It's at an interesting spot right now. Because there's, there's a lot of... It is it is kind of stupid, but that is kind of the charm as well. Um, I do think the hypersensitivity. I mean, we talked about this last time. Every time we talk in general, we talk about this, but hypersensitivity to every single thing is is extremely prevalent in everything we do now, and especially in media, where any uh, snapshot, any soundbite, clip could just be taken, uh, utilized against someone's. Uh, you know, entire career and character, and uh, no matter what, I feel like they're they're kind of in front of the gun, or at least they might feel that way a lot of the time. But I do think um, a lot of that, uh, like, kind of makes people forget just kind of like the logical, you know, I guess the logical behavior and the logical uh, way of doing things. You know, in a situation like that, especially, you know, look at even just just what you said about. One of the things that just stuck out was really just almost 30 months sub, just saying a little inside joke, never watched uh, Harry Potter, something really innocent and just, you know what I mean? No bad intent behind it. And 
it's just taken in a certain way that's just like, oh, you know, you're trying to force me to do this and blah, blah, blah. And I think it's just because people are, I don't know, I think it's just the time. It's a sign of the times. And I think just because streaming has gotten more popular, of course, um, a lot more trolls, a lot more people actually trying to do things with bad intent that, you know, maybe that person just had their shields up that day. Um, you know, of course they shouldn't act like that, but you know, I think that's what I would think about it. I think streaming culture, one of the cool things is that you get to interact with viewers, you know, literally right there, then and there, uh, especially with dono messages, sub messages, things like that. But, you know, sometimes it's like a gift and a curse, especially in the climate that we are in, in this world. And, um, I think it's just, I, I was just, we were just talking about the uh, whole thing with, uh, Quentin Tarantino and and uh, Joe Rogan and you know one thing he said was that you know I think it was Joe Rogan with you know was talking about like they won't let you put this out like if you're making a movie and Quentin Tarantino said it was his job to they? say yeah who's they and and also you know he had to ignore they when he first started making movies to make the movies that made him as you know well known as he is and successful as he is now and I think that's an important message that we need to carry on and i think into the modern era i think everyone needs to carry on i think it's even if you don't make any type of medium uh a product of any type of your work no matter what you do if you work for the mta if you work for uh you know any anything just anything a security target worker or whatever anything anyone um you need to carry that on like that idea into everyday life because you know they can't define everything you do uh, you know, they can try to pick things from what you do, but it's ultimately up to you and, you know, basically your intent to drive everything that, you know, you make as your legacy. And I think that it's unfair that people are being scrutinized and, you know, you can't be afraid to be canceled or be afraid to, you know, kind of take those jumps. And I think that, you know, everyone being so scared is what's driving everyone to be so you know paranoid and and not to be creative or not to be social in certain ways like that streamer you know people are just scared they're scared to say certain things i mean you know and i i would be lying if i said i wasn't you know, afraid at times like oh maybe i said this and you know i don't want that to oh gosh you know and i think it's a very human thought to have right now because you know it's it's certain people deserve certain things but you know, right now it feels like a witch hunt. So it's kind of, uh, yeah, I think this is an important moment to just understand like streamers and people like that in the spotlight, they have those fears and that's driving this, you know, stupid behavior. <laughs> well, maybe just being yourself will fix that and not pretending to be this positive person that you're really not just saying. But um anyway. Yeah. That's true. Uh, you did you did say something. And I think I might have even spoken about it in the past, but you know what? Fuck it. Let's talk about it again. I hate people. I, all right, hate is a strong word. I dislike people. Hate. All right. We'll, we'll use I that word hate. Fucking <laughs> I, no, I fucking hate them. I hate people that are prideful. <laughs> I really do. And when I say prideful, I don't like I just mean like um all right, we're both Puerto Rican, so I, you are going to know exactly where I'm coming from. 
What's the oh, fucking man. first thing you hear whenever you meet another Puerto Rican? What's the first uh, word? Just man. say the word. Hola. <laughs> you idiot. Puerto Ricans typically greet each other and go, Boricua. Like, they say dumb shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 and then they start saying, like, the seven passages of Hispanic like, Puerto Ricans. And it's just fucking, it's like, dude, okay, we get it. 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 (laughs) But, and that, and that's just like, but that's, it's starting to become like fucking everybody. Like, you can't talk to someone or meet somebody without someone over accentuating something that they're proud of. And it just not even being remotely enjoyable for you to enjoy that moment with them. It's just, they fucking make it annoying. Like, everyone's always doing something that, you need to stand up and be proud of all the fucking time on social media. There's like a stand up and be proud post of this and yep. that. You yeah. have small feet, stand up and be proud. You paid less for sneakers. Like it's dumb shit that I keep <laughs> coming across and it's, it fucking drives me crazy. Just because like, dude, the reason why, like, or at least one of the reasons why in my travels, that I see a lot of tension begin between two people is because someone is over expressive with something they feel strongly about. <clears throat> now, yes, obviously you feel strongly about the something, which is probably why you're over expressive about it, but learn this some this thing called containment. Because not everyone gives a fuck about what you like and what you're proud of. Not everyone fucking cares. Now, do we have to look at that? Absolutely not. That's where it's the viewer's decision to cut all communications of ever seeing another I'm proud post from somebody ever again. But the side effect to that is that person will then become more overly proud and excited about what they like. That it's not going to become aggressive and... It's going to become about fuck everyone, just be proud kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you start I mean, to outcast them for something that they do that they don't understand is frustrating. Now it's about fuck you. You don't understand. How could you understand? Like kind of thing. And it's like, no, we, we get it. We, we, we get it. We, we understand. We just fuck just do it over there. I don't I don't want to see it or hear it. It's it, you're annoying. And there's, there's nothing wrong with being proud of something. Like, I get it. But, you know, I don't fucking walk up to people and be like, hey, I'm a three-time chess champion in the state of New York. You want to party? Like, I don't fucking go up to girls or people like that and say that shit all the time. Am I proud of that? Of course I am. I think that's awesome. Especially for at the age that I did that at. I was playing fucking adults and whooping their asses. But I'm, I don't – that's not on my Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. not on my fucking Facebook. That's not – I don't promote that. You know, like, it's people just do weird shit like that. Like, I can go on Instagram right now, and I know three people to go to. All I have to do is go to their reels, and I'll see, like, proud post shit. That, like, it's the dumbest thing. Like, why are you posting this? What's wrong with you? Like, are you trying to build a fake positive outlook community that you don't even do yourself? Like, what what the hell is going on? I, I understand... Honestly, uh, where it comes from, I think some some people feel uh, a, a void that needs to be filled filled within themselves is to get that validation and 
have people like look and be like, oh, this person did this and, you know, conversation starters and, uh, you know, people like to put themselves out there to kind of give a summary of themselves so that someone could, you know, also give like them like basically a pat on the back. Um, so I think it's a need for validation. I think it's it's just people wanting to simply just feel good about themselves. And I think, uh, you know, honestly, it's definitely I just don't like it. I think what you said there specifically, it's super true. When people try to alienate others for not kind of being as proud about something as others, uh, you know, especially as we said about coming from a Puerto Rican background, it's like everybody is super, uh, well, not everybody, but a lot of people are extremely proud to be uh, Puerto Rican. And I'm like, I, I'm at least personally, you know, I'm proud to be Puerto Rican, but being proud doesn't necessarily mean putting it out there all the time, all the time. I'm Puerto Rican, I'm Puerto Rican, I'm Puerto Rican. And it's like, you know, that doesn't define you being proud. So if I, let's say in the Puerto Rican Day Parade, don't post, you know, doesn't mean I'm not proud to be Puerto Rican. Uh, well, it was a voice crack, but doesn't mean I'm not proud to be Puerto Rican. Uh, you know, people don't understand that. And that's really irritating because uh, I just had like a, a conversation with my grandmother about that. She just said, uh, something the other day like um about you know just like it's something about acting puerto rican or you know just being proud to be puerto rican and i was just like you know just because i don't say it every five seconds boricua or this or that doesn't mean that i'm not you know it's just i don't want to you know that doesn't feel comfortable to me either just running around and saying boricua or like yeah you know viva puerto rico like some you know what i mean that's just not that's not me that's not how i you know was kind of you know, portraying myself growing up and, and doesn't mean I, I, you know, hate being Puerto Rican. And I think that just goes for a lot of things though now, because I feel like we're living in a, in a place, in a society right now that despite it being so quote unquote free, uh, a lot of people try to force others into saying things, posting things, doing things. Um, you know, I remember especially like, look at, you know, with the Black Lives Matter thing, um, you know, I supported it. But I was also mentally going through things at that time, uh, just personal things. And, you know, I felt like there was a pressure by everyone to post something. And it's like, that's not a good feeling to have because, uh, you know, I, I'm not not, you know, basically like I like the movement was great and everything. But the pressure behind that and feeling like there are people telling you, like, you need to post this. And if you don't, you don't support. And, you know, it, it kind of like. You know, how are you going to draw that conclusion from me not doing something? You know, it doesn't mean anything. It's just, it could mean I was too busy. It could mean that, you know, I just didn't want to post it. Um, and that doesn't take anything away from your stance on things, you know? And I think it also speaks to the validation we need from others, or at least a lot of people need from others to uh, feel like they believe in something or they feel a certain way. You know, it's like now, in order to feel a certain way, have a stance you need people to like, you know, uh, know it, you know, or it's not true. It's kind of like, uh, you know, if, if a tree falls in the, in the wilderness and no one's there, you know, did it really fall? That's kind of what it's like right now. It's like, if you, you know, don't do this or that, that doesn't mean you believe this. That doesn't, you know, it's like there needs to always be cameras on you in order for you to present yourself and who you are. And it's not fair because, uh, you know, not everybody wants to live in this social media, you know, bubble. And, 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 you know, I feel like 
although it's a it's a gift it's 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 a curse you know we're, we're, we're spending too much time focusing on how people present themselves rather than who they actually are and that's just bad it's just bad especially in a time right now where you know yeah i understand it was needed for the pandemic and but we're we're moving back into physical you know interaction and you know the worst thing about this all is that you know everybody is still digital and it's like it's going to take time for us to transition back into the real world and it's it's just i don't know i feel like people are are living in that computer screen living 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 and you know can't really see any way out i'm glad you brought that up because that was gonna be my next we're gonna we're gonna i'll jump back into what we were just talking about but that was actually gonna be my next uh thing man man oh man okay so first i want (laughs) to say that i know a few of you fuckers are gonna be the ones a few of you people that are listening that I know, I know, I know, I know you're listening. I know. <laughs> and you're going to be the ones I'm fucking talking about. So instead of posting shit, how about we, uh, we have a chat? You know what I'm saying, my guy? How about we have a heart-to-heart about what I'm going to say? You fucking people with the vaccines, man. You fucking guys. I can't fucking stand you pieces of shits. Like, I'm sorry I'm saying it that way. But, look. So, I am getting called an anti-vaxxer. Number one. Which is sending me to the moon and back with laughter. Because I, I, I'm, I have my vaccines up to date. But, but, but I'm an anti-vaxxer. I'm an anti-vaxxer. Don't and worry, I'm, you are. You and are. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anti-vaxxer. Absolutely. 2020. 2021 anti-vaxxer. And I'm getting called an anti-vaxxer because I'm not getting this emergency vaccine that's... We're not going to dive in to the science of it because me and you are not fucking scientists. But nope. there's enough information provided to the public for me to confidently make my decision and say that I do not want it. I'll wait until it's released how it was intended to. That's it. Me saying that, you as a person have no choice but to respect. The assholes that want to push the situation and now try and repaint the image are the ones that I have a problem with. Now, I get called an anti-vaxxer at work. I get called an anti-vaxxer by a, a lot of my friends. Most of them is a joke, which I obviously can take. Like, I get it. But the other ones, I know you fuckers aren't joking. and I Because I see the dumb shit that you guys post on Instagram about the vaccines. And, oh, be fucking considerate about the people walking next to... Yeah, okay. I, uh, yeah, everyone gets it. You're, you're, like, you're not fucking Doctor Strange. We all understand what's going on here. It's not just you. You're not the fucking the czar of right and we're all floating in the sea of wrong as you go on in your ship of right okay fuckface there are some people that don't deal with vaccines well naturally i am one of those people i get hyper fucking sick to the point where i am just i'm unable to work and it happens every time so why would i put something so new scientifically that's still in an emergency state in my body to make you feel more comfortable. 
I don't give a fuck how you feel. I care about me getting up and going to work tomorrow. You can go fuck yourself, my good man. Because at the end of the day, if the boot was on the other foot, you would tell me to go fuck myself. So that finger that you were going to give me, right back at you, buddy. I can't fucking stand this, this, this like level of vaccine shit. Dude, at work, people will still see me with my mask. Are you not vaccinated? No. And they're looking at me like, like I fucking, like I, I turned into Enchantress from DC or some shit. (laughs) And it's like, I'm like, what, what's the problem? Like what, why wouldn't you get vaccinated? And it's, it's like, end of, I always respond the same way. Are you sure you want to have this conversation? (laughs) And it's like right there immediately. So far, everyone has backed off because it's like, dude, you don't like, we can either have this respectfully or you're going to act like everyone else and try and attack me and pressure me into getting it, which isn't going to work because it's just hilarious when I, I see people try and con me to do it. Like, this is not going to happen. But you don't want to know why. You just want to hear me say I'm going to get it. That's that's people's thing. No one actually gives a fuck about what's behind the curtain. They just want you to perform. And that's been my issue with everyone with this vaccine is that... And... So, okay, so before I even finish that statement, so, so far, like, every three weeks, we're seeing something new with the vaccine that they said wasn't going to happen. And every single time I see that, those fucking people that are posting about the vaccines, they're not saying a goddamn thing. They're not saying anything. They're not trying to refute it. They're not trying to defend it. They're just staying very quiet. And they're just, you know, when, when you ask them about it, they're like, oh, well, you know, you should still get it. You should still do it. It's safe. It's like, really? Because... Uh, there, there was like three things where it says it, it, it grows a dick from your chin. Do you, I don't, I don't want that. I don't. That's not something I want. And they're very quiet whenever new science comes out. And now it's like the, the new thing right now is heart inflammation, and it's not low. It's pretty consistent with the people that are getting it. Right. And it's like, would you look at this? You know, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, it's in that moment, I want all those people that were trying to like mock me up in the room just so I can give them the shaft and smack them, you know, like, like, didn't you say that all these things that are, are, that are being found by science weren't a thing. And this is why I should do the thing. And now it's a thing. So don't you owe me an apology for lying to me? Or do you just not care and you were saying a bunch of shit so I can join the herd? Because if that was the case, just say that so that way I know who you are as a person. Because you just, you just jump, you just jump ship. You just, wherever you see everyone, that's where you jump. That's what you do. You don't make an educated decision. You just see people doing things and then you do the thing that you saw people do. And that's a lot of people with the vaccine. A lot of people are doing it for their own reasons personally, but a lot of people are just doing it because their social media platforms saying fucking do the thing. Like, oh, I'm going to get a Krispy Kreme donut. Give me the shot. Like, there's a lot of people like that. Yeah. And it's hilarious that those fucking cons are working. And yes, I'm calling them cons, not fucking incentives. 
It's a fucking con. If it's every five minutes, if you get the vaccine, you can pet my giraffe on 42nd Street. Like, that's a fucking con! 42nd Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's like, uh... I mean, you know, I, I, I can't help but... You know, th this, this entire chapter, I think of... Before of you go on, world. you're vaccinated, correct? Yes, yes. See, but so I, you... I stand... I, I have to, you know, stand with you on this. Because we did talk about this before, and this is a very real listen. I I can't I can't take that step of doing what other people do when posting it, and you know what I mean. I just can't feel comfortable doing that because even if like let's say you post it, the idea of like go vaccine, you know, go get the vaccine, blah blah blah, you know, it's it's very I I would say, you know, I don't want to say selfish. But it is kind of selfish because the whole idea behind the vaccine, everyone's pushing it and they're trying to push it to be a group effort thing. It's all group effort. You know, don't be selfish and get the vaccine. Meanwhile, a lot of people in their own right are being very selfish while promoting the vaccine, ironically, because they're saying, listen, you may be concerned and this and that, but it doesn't matter. If not, we're going to call you an anti-vaxxer or we're going to call you this or that and we're going to slander you. And I don't think that's how people should be going about it, because obviously you have a choice to get this vaccine. Technically, it's not mandated. And if you don't see fit, you know, you don't want to get it, then you don't get it. And like you said, people have to respect that. That's something that people don't understand is that when they start pushing you, even after you respectfully or you don't have to say it respectfully because it's your own body, you should be able to tell yourself, OK, listen, I don't want this. And that's it. No pushback. And people are not understanding that. They're going against what you want to do to yourself and saying you're, you know, a jerk if you don't want to. Like, I've seen people post it, like, you know, stop being selfish and stop blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, listen, you know, it took me a minute to get the vaccine because I didn't feel safe. I honestly didn't feel safe. And I can't blame people who haven't gotten it because I still don't feel safe while having it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got it after the... uh I got it before the inflammation thing came out, and when they started saying that, I was like, well, I guess I'm screwed, because, uh, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> count my days, Jim. Like, enjoy I your many this years. One, Jim. <laughs> yeah, enjoy my... <laughs> like, dude, I can't do anything about it, but at the same time, it's, it's you know, I chose to have that vaccine, and, and this is what I have to live with, and to me, I don't feel completely safe. You know, I'm doing it because just I want to be able to be led into the world. And I'm not going to lie, I am desperate in that sense. However, I don't think it should be forced upon anybody. And I don't think it's anyone's business whether or not you have it. You know, if they're going to make you, all right, you know, eat by yourself in that section, you know what I mean? If they're going to start segregating you because you don't have, uh, you know, the vaccine, then, well, they have to do what they must because at this point, it's it's still your choice and i think um you know look at i think a lot of it comes from desperation you know i don't agree with it but you always have to look at where where these sentiments come from and i think people's desperation to go outside it, it's it's crazy it's at an all-time high especially because of the length of the pandemic it's the weather you know it's it's so many different things the vaccines and options so people are running to get that vaccine you know i'm telling you I, you know, I live upstate and 
as soon as they mentioned all the COVID restrictions are pretty much lifted, people were, it's like the, the masks disappeared. Like people just stopped. It, it just stopped. Like you go into to restaurants, you go into, you know, stores, everything. It's like, you don't even need it anymore. And it's, it's crazy to see it just like some people have it, but a lot of people don't. And it just shows how desperate people were to like, you know, be given the green light and have some kind of alternative. And honestly, I went, you know, even to the lake and it was like World War Z. So I think people, you know, look at that, that, that stuff and, and, you know, they want to be back into the world. And I think because of that, you know, it's like you become the problem because now it's like you're the obstacle. You know, it's like, oh, you know, we had the pandemic and the virus and stuff like that that was holding us back. And now it's you. And that's what people, I guess, feel. And I, I'm sorry, but I can't even vaccinated or not. I can't agree with that. It's just not fair. I think people should be given that right. And to, you know, at the end of the day, exactly what you said, like, you know, you're going to sit there and if you don't want the vaccine, you don't need it. And people need to respect it. And if they come at you a certain way and you try to give them the information, you know, it is what it is. Because, what you know, what are they going to do? Are they going to sign you up for the vaccine? No. You know, it's no one's business. It's no one's business. You know, uh, it, it's, true, it's truthfully, you know, at your own discretion and, and you know, even if you get the vaccine. And I think it's, it's messed up that people try to argue with people and try to slander people and, 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 you know, label people certain things just because they don't want to put something in their body. You know, you have to think about this. Like, dude, you're putting a concoction in your veins in your veins you know what i mean like and you know it's it's a it's kind of like a one-size-fits-all approach you know they're giving everybody the same amount no matter what your weight is no matter what anything is and it's just dude it's like you know people are going to react differently and if you don't feel like that's if that seems fit you know that's it dude why you know why should why should i have to be slandered for you know if i'm allergic or this or that you know it doesn't make any sense you know it's not it's not calling you it doesn't mean you're an anti-vaxxer it means that this just this thing is not for you <laughs> like that's it and um i think it's crazy that we're living in a world that you know like i said it goes back to it we we want to be so free yet we lock each other up you know we lock each other up and it's just like in the sense where we're trying to mandate you know socially mandate you know, vaccines and this, this and that, and also, you know, making people singled out almost for not getting it. You know, exactly what you said with people posting these vaccines. It's like, oh, I got it. Make sure you go get your vaccine. They're pushing it all in your face. And it's like, what if I just say no? You know, Dude, what if I say no? <laughs> I was, so we had a meeting at work and so I, I was the one, so there, there's three of us that aren't, that didn't get it. And I was and I was pretty much like the one that was like, well, Lee's probably going to speak about it. We're not because we really don't give a shit enough about what people think. And I'm more like, can we all just get on the same page? So we like no one asks these questions again. Like, I, I don't like being like, so why didn't you get it today? Like, that's the kind of people we work with. So I would rather, you know, so you never ask me that question again. And when we were discussing it. I kept saying logical points like so it's an emergency vaccine in which 
the company holds no accountability towards any repercussions of entering of putting this in your body they're completely protected and this this the studies haven't gone through all the phases and you want to put this in your system why does any of that sound normal to you and it's like everyone just kept saying teamwork this is about us beating this together it's like okay but i didn't i didn't ask you that i understand the concept of teamwork i understand the concept of getting rid of this just like we we kind of put a hole on the flu just like uh, spanish influenza went away just like polio went away like yeah i understand that you're 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 not talking to someone who doesn't understand vaccines as i've stated many many times i'm up to date with my vaccines but you're not understanding what i'm telling you right now you're asking me to do something that sounds quite stupid on the books and you're unable to give me a reason why i should except for the same old song and dance that you keep reciting that you're hearing on the news and on social media we have to do this as a team okay so as a team we're going to make dumb decisions so right. you're following a herd and i don't mean that to sound like i'm a fucking like i'm one of these like don't be a sheep sheeple like one of those guys but <laughs> it just doesn't sound right to me like it's not something that like if someone was like well if you jump off the bridge you'll never get aids it's like all right i'm still i'm not jumping off the bridge still like i'd i'd rather just take my chance in getting aids like that you you could jump off the bridge but it's it's not it's just never like logically made sense and yes i have elder people that i'm exposed to and yes like my i'm exposed to my nephew i'm exposed to my brother and his wife and they're like it, there's risk no matter what because even if you get it you're still a carrier and you could pass it on to someone you just won't get sick but you fuck that person right. so it's still irrelevant if you get it it's just not irrelevant for your person but it's still irrelevant for everyone around you so why would i want to get that now i'm okay listen if i get covid i fucking get covid okay big deal but the fact that me getting it doesn't change my surroundings there's no reason for me to get it until this is official until I see paperwork that comes with that shot. Until they provide me with the pros and cons of getting the shot like they would with a normal vaccine, which they do not do. They say, do you want the shot? Here you go. And they fucking shoot you up like Arnold takes steroids. Yep. And that's it. That's not how you traditionally take a vaccine. I'm sorry. I'm not a doctor. I understand that. But like I said, I've taken fucking vaccines before. And I've never taken a vaccine like this where they're just like, hey, you want some You want some Pfizer, man? Like, no, I'm okay. I'll, I'll wait until it's said and done. I'll wait till the phases are done. Because that's essentially what people are right now. They're phase two and three dummies. They're collecting the data from you guys. I'm okay. I would rather not be a part of that experiment. And I don't say that disrespectfully. I just mean that. In a literal sense, they're using you guys to collect the data. They're, they're just doing it in a broader fashion because it's an emergency vaccine. Now, I, uh, I mean this in the nicest way possible. <laughs> I, I, just, I just thought it was... I just think it's a sad thing that people were such in a rush to go back out. And yep. before I even finish that, 
for anyone that's listening that might have heard a previous podcast, one of the things that I did say is one of the things that we're going to slow people down are anti-vaxxers. And I meant that. But not once did it cross my mind that something like this was going to happen. Did something in an emergency fashion where our wellness was disregarded and this was being pushed onto us and there was going to be no accountability held for when something bad happened. Not if, when something bad happened. I did not think that we were going to be this radical with the fix. Which is why I'm not getting it now. I'm still going to get it when it's when it's finished, when it's 100%, when it's released as other vaccines are released. But I'm not going to get it in the current state that it is now. It just doesn't make sense for me for you i don't give a fuck if it makes sense it really doesn't matter to me you can make up your own mind and then you deal with the consequences how you want to deal with them this is a decision that i'm using for me this this the math that i that i've come up with it's being used for me not you or anyone else but the situation that so okay the inside thing I'm kind of everywhere with that just because I had like a lot of I kind of had the whole experience. Like if you were in a in a if you were an essential worker during last year and you had someone that wasn't you got all sides of the spectrum of people that were suffering. So last year when I was with my ex she is a very Audi person. Right. And I am in, I'm like somewhere in the middle. Like I can be outside or I can be inside. It really doesn't fucking matter to me. I don't care. I just want peace regardless of where I am. And she's more of, she wants to be out. She wants to be doing something. She, she needs to be out. Like she's not even wants to, she needs to. So, the first 14 days were like weird she found it weird being home she found it weird not working she just found it weird she had she had nothing to do she couldn't think of things to do and every day i came home like from work having had that stimulus of being outside i would come home and see this woman just like emotionally dead and it's like it took me a while to, to understand why, because I knew why, but I couldn't emotionally understand why until I saw her in a more distressed state. But I never, I couldn't wrap my head around like, this is somebody that constantly complains that, she, that they need a break, that constantly is complaining that she needs a vacation, that constantly complains she doesn't have enough free time. She's constantly complaining about time she doesn't have. Now that she's given the time, just because certain things are removed, she has time to recollect herself, but now she's upset at the way she got the time. Mm. When it's like, so you're looking at this from the worst possible aspect that you can. You have time to recharge yourself now. And God knows how much time you have. Right now, or at the time that it was happening, the speculation was three months. So you have 90 days guaranteed. To get Hotel yourself Jones. together. Yeah. And it was like 
all of a sudden, all that time that she was asking for, she didn't want it anymore. All those complaints that she was making, she didn't make them anymore. All these things started to change because she couldn't go anywhere. She couldn't do anything. She couldn't see her friends. She couldn't see her mom. I, I couldn't see my friends. I couldn't see my mom. I did the digital thing for a few, for like a month or two before I actually was like, fuck this. If I have, if I know people that are comfortable meeting up with me in person, I'm comfortable meeting up with them in person. As long as it's people I know and trust, that's fine. I'm okay with that. And that's how I operated. I had people that I was comfortable having over at my apartment. In which that stimulated my girlfriend because she was able to be around people. And we would go on walks and we would do this and we would do that. It wouldn't be every day, but it would be enough to where she can kind of have some kind of stimulus. But it just was never enough for her. Because she always wanted to be out. She always wanted to be doing something. She couldn't be inside. She was dying inside. And every day I came home, I kept wit- I kept noticing a worse and worse version of her every single day. To the point right. where she was unrecognizable by the time August came around. Jeez. I didn't even know who the fuck she was anymore. She had completely changed. And this is coming from someone who's been out- who was outside throughout the whole pandemic. I was working five days a week, sometimes doing overtime. I was... I had the whole outside experience. I figured out ways. The second they were like, oh, hey, you can take a bike and go outside. Since you're not going to be around people, you're moving at such a fast pace, you're not near someone for more than a nanosecond. Okay, I have a bike. Let me utilize this. I, I was able to get a, girl, a bike for my girlfriend at the time, and she rejected it. She didn't want to do it. So I was providing you ways to go out. She just didn't want to do want that. To. She wanted to do it her way. And... One of the things that people don't understand in that instance is, yes, in this particular situation, it happened to work for me in my way, but not all the time. I had to adapt to these rules because there are certain things that I wanted to do. I just couldn't do them how I wanted to, so I had to figure out how to do it safely. She failed to do that. She didn't want to do it that way. She just wanted to do it. She wanted to do it her way. And she wanted to do it the, the normal way, but we're not in a normal world. And that of. and that was the problem that a lot of people have. A lot of people like her at least, is that no one was understanding we are not living in normal times right now. Right now we're kind of we're in the bit of a twilight zone. But and you have to accept that. There is no time to dispute because no one's gonna no one gives a fuck about your dispute right now. You can't dispute anything. These are the rules. If you don't like it, you then honestly i can't even say you shouldn't be here because you can't fucking go anywhere anyway but it's (laughs) you should leave these are just the rules these are the rules we were given these are the cards we're dealt we have to we have to play with them and i feel like a lot of people did their very best to deal the cards that they were given and for the most part people dealt them well but the people that weren't were really giving everybody a fucking bad name and that was one of the issues personally that I had with COVID was I had an enabler living with me. And for as much as I went to work and for the amount of people that I was around on a daily basis, I didn't want to see my mom because I was afraid of exposure. I really didn't want to see my brother and his pregnant wife 
because I was afraid of exposure. And right. I couldn't live with myself if I got somebody that I knew sick. Now, the things that I couldn't control, the, the people that I'm around that I don't know, I can't control that because this I have to get to a destination that I'm required to go to because I'm essential. There's nothing I can do there. I can just do my best to be as secure as possible, but I can't help you like I can help the people I know by staying away from them. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, and yeah. that was just how I was rationalizing the pandemic. You can't fix everything. You can't you you can you can go about this as safely as humanly possible, but as but safe as humanly possible for your circle. You know, cuz that's that's really what it was about. You everyone has somebody that they don't want to get sick. That's who you were doing this for. And that's I feel like I upheld I upheld my part of the bargain. I did everything that I was required to do until more leniency with the rules and regulations were released and I started working with them. And a lot of people wanted to bend them and break them. And it was just it was interesting for me because I was I had that living environment where you had both ends of the spectrum. You had the side that was adjusting with the pandemic and you had the side that refused to adjust with the pandemic and it was just an interesting amount of information to absorb to see how bad mentally somebody can go down a rabbit hole when they're taken to a place where they have to adapt and adjust and they just not that they can't but they just won't do it because they won't accept it and I started to notice that a lot of my friends were becoming that way. And it, it's and a lot of those people that were like that are now the people that are attacking quote unquote anti-vaxxers. Which I find hilarious. Because you were the people we were worrying about in the beginning. And now because you did a thing, you're adjusting the narrative. And now you're trying to make it so that the pressure you guys were applying and slowing down the progress last year is forgotten. So that way, everyone, like the attention is on the people that have an actual reason for not getting vaccinated. And I've, I've said it last year to you, to the other people that was on the cast. My plan was always to get vaccinated, but safely and i still stand by that i'm I'm doing it safely i know people that are doing the same thing my mother got the vaccine and i told her listen you're older you probably need it i don't need it right now but you most likely do so let's say because she stays over here sometimes let's say you come over and let's say i have it now if you do get it you, you won't get a sick hopefully Although there's reports of people still getting COVID after getting the vaccine and they're getting just as sick, if not worse. And it's like statistics like that. I'm not I'm not biting into it. But I do feel like there is a demographic of people that the vaccine is good for. And it's an older crowd, not the younger one. But. It, it's just a very it was a very interesting climate shift in social like in socialism and just people in general this whole pandemic like i have 
lost a lot of respect for a lot of the people I, I know. Silently, not publicly. Because I would never publicly be like, fuck you, I don't respect you. But <laughs> I have lost That's a lot of respect. Savage. <laughs> I have lost bitch. a lot of respect for people I know because of how they handled the pandemic. And it just... For, for people to be handling the pandemic how they did, like how I described, and then to start all of, all of a sudden randomly talking about teamwork, like I can't... I'm sorry, I, just, I can't fucking pay attention to you. You're just, you're an ignoramus. Like, I, I can't hear you talk. And I'm sure I sound ignorant to someone. Of course I do. Because there's always going to be somebody that doesn't agree with what you say. And if they hear something and twist it a certain way, you sound like the most ignorant person in the world. I get that. But, you know, our opinions vary and they differ and we should respect them. But this is from my side of the spectrum. This is from somebody that's been vaccine-less since the beginning of the pandemic and i i have a pretty high exposure job i am exposed to hundreds if not thousands of people a day and i'm still taking and interacting with them interacting yeah. with them like yeah you know it, it's, that's it's a lot of people it's risky yeah it's fucking it's absolutely risky but I'm staying in the pocket. There's no reason to freak out. There's for for people like me, there's no reason to freak out. And a lot of people like me are freaking out because there are platforms that's telling them you need to freak out. And that's that's kind of that's just my issue with a lot of the shit that's going on is that people are losing the ability to think for themselves because they're afraid. And I'm Speaking of the thing that I was making fun of earlier, I'm proud of the fact that I, someone who has severe fucking cases of anxiety and lots of diagnosis, <laughs> I have remained calm and remained true to myself mentally throughout this whole fiasco. And I refuse to be manipulated by someone or something. And I will continue to make mathematical decisions for myself and my health. I have not been manipulated oh, by that anything. Was, that was good, what you call it? Yeah. Myself and my health? That was savage. It's because, it's true, at the end of, because at the end of the day, the person that told me to get the vaccine, let's, let's go to an extreme. Let's say I die from the shot. People have died from it. They don't give a fuck. Nah, yeah, they just get written off as a small statistic and no one talks about it. Exactly. They don't fucking care. Why would I put up? Why, why would I gamble so much just to make you happy? Fuck yeah. you. Seriously. Seriously. To people that are like that, that, are, that may be listening. Even to people that I know that are like that, that may be listening. Respectfully, fuck you. Jesus. And I, I fucking mean I mean that shit from my heart. Fuck you, <laughs> because because it because they won't they will never talk about that. They will never fucking say like if it happens. Well, that's another Damn. one. Like that's just how they're gonna look at it. Holy shit! I feel like you're just you're just taking shots. You're just, you're just gunning everyone down. <laughs> Dude, this has been this. It's. 
I have been very respectful towards everyone's opinions about this. And not that I'm using this as a, as a source to go off on people, but it's just like, I think it's time in my own way, obviously with you on here, that maybe I get a little bit of that shit out of my system, just like everyone else's, you know? That's, well, I feel like you can't be uh, also like held to the standard of, of holding everything in either, because I feel like everyone is expelling how they feel. You know what I mean? It would be unfair to be like, all right, well, you know, you don't want to get the vaccine. Don't talk about it. You know, you have to also get out how you feel because I think it's important to understand that perspective. I mean, people are holding others to, you know, the expectations of what they would do, uh, which happens all the time. But in this case, it's it's your body. You know what I mean? You don't feel comfortable. The fact that people try to press you to the point where you, you know, you do something about it, it's it's. It's unhealthy. It's not the way to do it. And I honestly do think that, uh, yeah, you know, exactly what you said. That was a big reason of why I didn't want to even get the vaccine at first. I mean, you know, if I die or something happens to me, it's just like, well, he listened to us, but okay. Like, and nothing happens. You know, it's like, well, I die for what cause, you know what I mean? Just for everyone to rush back into this lifestyle and many people to die and all this stuff from this vaccine or become allergic or, you know, it's, it's not fair. You know, we shouldn't just do things for the sake of other people doing things. And, and that's really an unrealistic and really stupid way to look at it. I think the teamwork thing is cool, but you know, teamwork, you know, that's, that's, if you're, if you're, it, it, I think people are just twisting it in a way so that, you know, you're the villain if you're not getting this vaccine. Exactly what you said. They're twisting it, and I think that's just not right. I think everyone has their own things they would do, wouldn't do, and in this case, this is one of those things where you have to understand the side effects, you know, and when even just signing up for the vaccine, you, you know, I was looking at the side effects. There's an entire brochure of you know, what this does, what the side effects are. And the, the list was long. Like I read the list and it was, it was a long list. And, you know, that's of stuff we know is possible. You know, we're not even thinking about the stuff we don't know is possible yet. Um, or we're finding out is possible. Like everyone said, and like you said, actually a little bit earlier, they added heart inflammation to the list very recently. You know, this is within a year, within, you know, six months of having this vaccine that this stuff is coming out, you know, so there's so much more we don't know. And I think holding people up to this ex expectation, all feel safe, you know, screw it. Everyone else is doing it. Feel safe. You know, it's not fair. It, it's not fair. And I think it's, it's, I understand the desperation, but I don't think that that should overtake everyone's wellness. Um, you know, I think that's, that's simply, I can understand it, but I can't support it because at the end of the day, I think, you know, everyone's body's different, and I feel like everyone's mental health and, and physical health, it's, it's completely different. It's, it's totally open-ended based on their own needs. And, you know, like you said, you know, having a younger body uh, doesn't guarantee, you know, that you won't be affected. But listen, you know, if you, it's that versus the effects of the vaccine, uh, you know, maybe antibodies or a younger body just sticking through it, you know, is better for some people, you know, it's the better decision. And we can't push people to be like, listen, you know, I, I don't think that's fair. Um, 
And yeah, I, I just think it, it is interesting also talking about how you said, con like contrasting how people felt versus how they feel now. You know, I was someone who was very vocal about, I, I need to be outside. I need to, you know, it was, it was an interesting time in life where I was just finding out, you know, how important the outdoors is to my, you know, my health and building my own character. And I felt very upset that this whole thing was happening and I wanted to just go outside. And, you know, it's, it's, but now it's still, you know, when they, when they said, all right, listen, you can go back to school. You can do this. You can do that. If you had the vaccine, you know, I couldn't just push myself out the window like that. Not yet. You know, it took months for me to really just do it. And even now I don't feel comfortable fully with it, but you know, there's a trade-off. There's a decision you're making that you consciously have to make. And remember, it's a decision. You know, that's what people don't understand. They're not, they're not getting it. It's a decision still. It's not mandated. It's a decision. If someone doesn't want to do it, then they're not going to do it. And that's something you just have to live with because that's their decision. And in this case, dude, you know, it's a trade-off. It's a trade-off. And I think that if you're going to do it, and, you know, just for everyone listening and, and just everyone in general, if you're going to make that decision, don't make it based on what other people are saying. Make it off of your own, you know, uh, interpretation of everything, your own, you know, research, uh, your own thought process. I think it's really unfair that they're pushing people, you know, don't let anyone, you know, persuade you into getting it. Do it because you want to or don't do it because you want you don't want to you know don't do it because you you know whatever like basically if you don't want to take it don't do it if you do want to take it do it it's all on you and i think that we need to stop coercing people into doing this stuff because i think uh although the intent is good the execution is extremely poor um as we know the vaccine's only been out for six months you know it's only been a little bit over a year since the pandemic even started and you know we have a vaccine that just came out a few months ago and and it's listen we you know it's not tested as much as we would probably want it to and and you know a lot of people that's not going to sit well with a lot of people that doesn't sit well with me and i have it you know and that's just something you have to stray away from um it goes back exactly what we're talking about this is a common theme is the idea that you know with all this all these forms of communication and trends and this and that we still force each other to do certain things despite the need for freedom the want for freedom we continuously go back to pushing each other and that's something that we have to be okay with living in in diversity living in in different opinions and you know and i think a lot of people aren't okay with that because they feel like it threatens their own their own freedom or their own, you know, health. And it's just not fair. It's not the case. You know, if you have the vaccine and you feel like you're good, then you're good. You know, if you don't have the vaccine and that makes you feel safe, then you're okay. Like, you know what I mean? You just have to live life, you know, just conscious of your decisions. And, uh, you know, you have to be content with whatever you choose. And that that's really the message of it all. I think at the end of the day, the pandemic has it's shown you know many sides of people it's it's really you know it was huge it, exactly what you said you know people who were not homebodies people who are always outside it really showed how they get under this type of uh pressure it, it shows 
just, you know, how they react. And you know, there were people who are really mentally in a horrible place who are usually really okay. And, you know, it shows a lot, but, you know, exactly what you said, it was something that you have to find a way to adapt because, uh, you know, that wasn't an easy pill for me to swallow either. You know, I remember we talked about this. It wasn't easy for us, um, especially me. I, I was not easy. I did not want to adapt. But, you know, if you don't adapt, you live with the same result, the same stress. You know, you have to find a way because if you don't find a way, then, you know, then you're not going to be happy. <laughs> and it's just simply the circumstances we were living with. You know, there was a time when we had a curfew. Uh, I remember you talked about it. There was, um, you know, even talks of martial law and everything. This is this is a very real situation. You know, this was a situation where people, you know, it was getting to that point where people did not want to go outside to the point where, like, we were about to get, you know, National Guard and people coming around and, and making sure that we get, we're inside. You know, it was that serious. And, you know, this this is, it just shows, you know, people are not willing to adapt. They're not willing to change a few things so that we can be better down the line and you know i think it's important for those people to really reflect now when taking this vaccine you know i understand the need to go outside but you know is this something that's going to benefit you you know uh and truthfully not hurt you you know because this is different for everyone and uh yeah i think we just need to be more okay with people's takes on things you know, definitely. I remember, um, and the conversation got a little hostile, so I'm probably not going to remember everything that was said, but I found it funny. So I'll, I'll repeat what I, what I remember, at least from it. Um, so somebody that has the, uh, the vaccine was telling me, just get it. It doesn't matter like what side effects you get. The fact is that you got it and you're helping towards tomorrow. You're not bringing us back to yesterday. And this is somebody who suffers from anxiety just like I do. So I simply responded, okay. So the next time you get a fucking anxiety attack, get your ass to work just like I do when I have them. And don't fucking call out. And leave your responsibilities on someone else. Just do it. It doesn't matter. Because that's going to help the workplace get to tomorrow. What do you mean? It's not the same thing. It's like, no, because that's exactly what you're fucking telling me to do. You're telling me your fears and concerns are irrelevant. Your pain that you're going through doesn't matter. Do the thing. Because... You must. Okay. Well, then do the thing that you keep saying you can't do. And you always seem to need to take a day for that. I do probably twice a month and don't fucking complain about it. But yet you do. So just because you do something that others probably can't or maybe can't do as well doesn't mean that others should do it, is what I'm saying. And it took him a while, but he got it. And since then, he hasn't brought up that vaccine to me. And it's just like, 
why would you try and force somebody to do something that if the obstacles were just a little different that required you to overcome that you claim you can't and someone's telling you to just why would you why would you force someone else to do that knowing that you yourself can't overcome those obstacles it doesn't make any sense it's just it's the most ignorant unfair thing that i've gathered from this whole pandemic shit which is why i, I don't yeah. really take people seriously these days if i hear somebody say i'm vaccinated there's a good chance that i've already removed you from like my brain and i don't even know that you're there anymore that's just like an empty space it's it's very it's very odd the the kind of stasis that we're in right now and I'd be lying if I said that it didn't create separation between me and a lot of people I know just because people have shifted to such a very strange degree to where they don't even want anything to do with you physically until, you know, that's been done, which, again, that's your level of comfort. That's your choice. You have that right. You make those rules because that's you. But when you start to throw them at people that didn't ask is when the problem starts to come in. There are a lot of people that I know that are vaccinated. They know I'm not. And they have no problems with me being in their household, being around them. Like, most of them are around me constantly. And it's, it's not a problem. It's not a fucking problem at all. Hug the shit out of them all day, every day. Drink from the same cup. Like, it's it's really, it's not an issue. And it's because there's a level of comfort and trust between me and the individual. There's an understanding there. Now, that understanding comes with a risk, but it's an understanding nonetheless. And that is that person's responsibility, and that's that person's decision. That's that person's privacy. It, that It's up to them. I reciprocated in showing that I feel the same way, and now we are we were able to have the relationship that we did before COVID. And we can have it exist during and that's nice, and not everybody gets that, and I understand that, because everybody has gone into this weird thing where they just need that to see people, and that's fine, but things that people need to understand is that your fight becomes weightless when it starts to feel like When it doesn't feel like you want to help people anymore. When it feels like you're attacking people. When you're not trying to fight something with a community. When you're not trying to fight something together. When it starts to feel like you're targeting and singling people out. And painting them to be this thing that they're not. And I'm very grateful to have people that that don't think like that, that aren't like that. And that's kind of, that's been my community since last year, you know, and that's been more than enough for me. Sometimes that's been too much for me. You know, I'm, my needs, my daily needs and requirements vastly differ from my neighbor. You know, they may need 
much more attention than I require. And that's okay. That's on them. That's what they need. But regardless, we both needed to adjust. And that's my point. Is that regardless of what your requirements are, regardless of what my requirements are, whether yours are a little bit more extravagant than mine's are, we both needed to make an adjustment. My adjustment may not have been as big, but it was an adjustment nonetheless. And for you to sit there and say that the strength I needed to make my adjustment was irrelevant is hilarious because you are now singling people out and you're disregarding everyone's frustrations during this this whole fucking pandemic. And now we're in a weird point where society is going back to normal. New York is starting to look like New York again and Definitely. people are people are being people again. Definitely. And, <laughs> and you know like I've taken up a lot of new hobbies during the pandemic, which is part of my adjustment phase. And one of those things, as you know, have been, no, not even VR. Like Mm -hmm. I'm talking about physically, like commuting has been electric scooters. And that's been, that's been something that I wanted to do since last year, because it's a safe way to get around. And you're around as little people as humanly possible. You're around fucking cars, Autobots, more than you're around people. And mm-hmm. I always found that nice because you can get your joy right in and be away from everybody and feel personally safe while not making anyone else feel uncomfortable. And that's a nice feeling to know that you're getting the best of both worlds. You're fulfilling those daily requirements and needs while not making anyone else feel uncomfortable. That's called adapting. And that's what I did. I adapted to the situation. I knew what I needed, but I couldn't get it how I normally did. So I had to figure out another way to do so without disrespecting my fellow man out there. And I did that as best I could every single time I wanted to step foot out that door. But these things are irrelevant and they become irrelevant. When you encounter somebody that says it means nothing unless you get a shot. And that's that's like one of my gripes right now is like. I'm like people like myself have been doing everything we can to do what we can to be a safe personally and spaciously respectful to, to those around us. But it's just never going to be enough, no. which is why. I mean, just I like caring. how the world is usually, though. You know that that's usually how the world is, though. It's never enough, no matter what you do. You know, even outside the pandemic, it's been like that. Especially in New York City, uh, you're never going to satisfy, you know, everyone's criteria. It's just in a situation like this, it is more important than ever for people to understand that, you know, not everyone is supposed to align with what you, you know, deem right. I mean. And I get how that hits a nerve for people, but it's it's something it's a necessary realization because, uh, you know, people are really trying to push others to, you know, listen to them, even when they don't understand that they're kind of getting in the way of basic human rights. Like this is not your place. 
you yeah. know it's it's not your place to yeah. tell you know to say listen you need to take this vaccine you know or i'm sorry you know it's just on, the, um, the personal space i went on a community ride actually not too long ago and the group like the person that organized it was vaccinated so they made it public in the in the post like hey uh whoever's joining the community ride um if you're vaccinated you know or not you're welcome to join they made it very clear that it didn't matter and there was about like 30 people so when i get there i notice that it's divided and i'm like what the what the fuck's going on and this dude is like those are the people with the vaccines. We're the ones without them, so they're gonna write in a separate group. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, wasn't this? Like, didn't the dude say like it didn't matter? And the guy's like, yeah, but somebody like riled him up, and now he's like, we gotta be separated. So, the non-vaccinated group is just gonna go and do our own thing. And it was just like, dude, three hours ago you made a post saying it didn't matter, and now because somebody got in your ear, it did matter. And that's New York. Or that's the world, rather. And that's that's the... That's why, like, things you can do personally for yourself. I'm not saying that everybody wants a bike or everybody wants a scooter or everybody wants a fucking unicycle and juggle shit while going down the street to, like, Home Depot. So, like, not everybody is into all those things that can get you outside. Some people just want to walk, and maybe walking may not be too effective for you to get that fresh air you're looking for. But... There's ways to do things. You just got to figure out how you want to do them. If you feel like what you're asking for is too high maintenance to try and make a compromise to do it, then maybe that's just one of those things that you really can't fucking be doing during this pandemic. Like, I remember hearing somebody like outside like, oh, God, man, I miss playing ball. Like, yeah, I miss playing basketball, too. But do you think... 10 guys on a fucking court sweating their asses off dry heaving next to each other is a smart idea during the first summer of the pandemic no that's not smart that's why they remove the hoops from the fucking courts because they know that people like that they need basketball that ball is life for are just gonna go over there and not give a fuck because they need that i'm not saying that i have a good substitute for that but there's a way to adapt to everything that you want and it just depends on how much you want it you're gonna find the substitute and i feel like a lot of people just didn't want it that bad and they wanted to complain oh yeah well people didn't want to adapt yeah definitely but i mean you know that's yeah that's always the thing it's like i think it's it's less of that you know they couldn't play ball it's more of they did the conditions in which they didn't want to play ball or do what they normally do is just didn't meet the you know normal criteria it's like ah oh, this is a normal i don't want to deal with it like and at that point it's your fault you know I'm like yeah, there's this, a way to get there but you don't want to this tenant in the building was like i want to say like 201 and he's like 510 he's not that big and he was like always going to the gym and he was he was a pretty decently fit guy and when the when the gyms opened but to a capacity and with the mask regulations he was like fuck man i don't even want to go to the gym anymore i was like why because you gotta wear a mask he's like yeah like that's bullshit nobody wants to fucking do that while you're working out he's like oh so why don't you just 
buy weights online and have them delivered to your house and lift weights upstairs. It's like, no, like I want the experience of going to a gym. It's like, okay, so you're just refusing to adapt to the situation. So then months later, he gains 57 pounds for not going to the gym and keeping his eating habits. And now he's in a rut where he can't bring himself to go to the gym, although the regulations have lifted. And he's just kind of like blaming the pandemic for this, which where it's like, I mean, I could understand the argument, but you also can't because you were given a way in which you could have, you just refused to do it. And then there were alternations that, that you could have made to get around that, but you refused to do that as well. So whose fault is it really? Is it yours? Or was it the circumstances? Because I think it was yours. Right. And a lot, that's just kind of like the mental state a lot of people are in. But I don't really converse with a lot of people, man. Like these days, I don't, I don't really chat with them. I don't, it's a, this is a level of sub-psychotic rage that i just don't want to deal with like dude i'm so happy like even though i fell off my fucking scooter and caught like two hairlines like i'm still so happy that i have them because Why do you i say it like that caught two hairlines two hairline fractures That's the greatest thing i've ever heard <laughs> caught two um, hairlines it's like it's such a nice relief to like get on the scooter and just fucking go somewhere, just chill, decompress, not listen to people's bullshit, still see the city operating and full of life and come back home and just take a deep breath and understand that everything is getting back to normal and we're going to be okay. Like, it's nice to have those moments. And I feel like a lot of people can have those moments. It's just they're so stuck in their ways and they refuse to just make changes that they won't ever have those moments unless it's on their terms. And it's, it's a really fucked up way to live all the time. Like I understand that that's strong and you know, that's showing that you have heart or whatever the fuck it is. People say these days, like I get it. You're living how you live and you're living on your own terms. But there are certain situations, there's certain circumstances in which you have to sacrifice. adapt. Yes, sacrifices need to be made. They must be made. And maybe they're not sacrifices that people agree with, but they're sacrifices that enabled you to get from A to B. It doesn't matter if someone else got from A to C. That person's journey is different from yours. You need to worry about your steps, not theirs. And your first step is getting to the next fucking letter, not jumping over one to keep up with them. No, definitely. I think, uh, honestly, it's it's a huge, you know. But I think there's always the... Uh, in a situation like that, there's always a difference between... Um, because some people might actually listen to this and be like, well, that's hypocritical because... You know, you're talking about sacrifice, but you don't want to get the vaccine. But there's always a difference between, you know, uh, before you go on. That's why I said, and, you know, that's why sorry, I said sacrificing is different. It's not everyone's going to like it. 
Right, right. That's why I said it that particular way because I knew that that statement was going to come. I would out. definitely, yeah. yeah. I Go mean, on. I definitely, uh, you know, that's why I, I was like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, you know, I don't want anybody to kind of get this misconstrued because I think people don't understand that. Yes, like, okay, you know, sacrifice is needed, but also, you know, for something you want to do, not, you know, stuff that is kind of like forced upon you. I think, you know, there's a difference between, uh, I think it's always a trade-off. You know, that, that stuff you have to keep in mind. And this, you know, I guess context in which you're talking about things you want to do during the pandemic, uh, the trade-off is you not doing what you want to do. Um, Can you, you know, right either. There? What's up? Can you pause right there and remember what you were going to say? Because I want to say something that's hilarious but important. Okay, go, go, go. Okay, now, first off, uh, your wifey isn't going to listen to this issue. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> okay. Now, remember Pandemic Girl from last year, Demi? Yeah. You remember what she wanted to do, even while you were aff affected, afflicted? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there were sacrifices yes. that needed to be made. <laughs> okay oh, and that was a perfect example of both sides of the spectrum you had one side that in my opinion was so desperate for human interaction that they didn't fucking care about the circumstances and then the other side that was so concerned and aware and respectful that they refused to be a part of a particular act and that, those are the sacrifices that I'm talking about. Not that said person did not want to be a part of the fun. But they knew that it was the wrong thing to do. Well, and they didn't do it. In a situation like this, you know, everybody has a different take on that. You know, I remember when that happened. You know... Uh, I think jokingly, people like that we told that to were like, oh, you're stupid. But at the same time, you have to understand the circumstances that we're in. I feel like that's not to be taken lightly, especially if you consider the full context of that situation. You have to think about the timing. It's right when the pandemic started. You know, that is not something that I can just say, okay, yeah, you know, I'm going to go somewhere and, and, you know, I'm going to go out during this time, like, and, and it's going to be perfectly fine. And, you know, like, it's just no, no. You know, in a time of uncertainty, you know, there's a lot of stuff that can happen. There's a lot of opportunities that have come up, but there's always that trade-off. And exactly what you said, you wouldn't feel right, you know, getting someone, uh, you know, that basically, you know, that, that decision to go outside or go somewhere, you know, getting them sick, you wouldn't want that happening. You wouldn't want that happening. That would be on your conscious. And that was the same situation there. It's like anybody, it doesn't matter. Even if I don't know them that well, it doesn't matter. It's, it's at the end of the day, I'm not going to be putting myself in a situation to make myself feel bad. And, you know, no, it's going to make me feel worse if I go somewhere and I find out, oh, this person's sick. And you know what I mean? It's, it's just not good. So there has to be a trade-off. There has to, at least that's how I looked at it. And some people wouldn't think about it that way, but... 
honestly, in a time of uncertainty, you know, that those decisions really, I think, show character. Um, and for me, that was that was not no, that was not about to be the move. You showed <laughs> a lot of character that day, not gonna lie. Yeah. I, I never mean, said it out loud, but I was very happy that you made that decision. Thank you. It was, <laughs> I think it was a logical, extremely like, I don't even have to think about this twice decision. Just for the simple fact that, dude, you know, look at the circumstances. You know, I don't care. And like, let's say if this was, you know, the same situation now, it would it would be. You know, and it, like, let's say a new virus comes up and, and we're uncertain about it. It would be the same decision now. You know, it doesn't matter who it is, whatever. It's, you know, we have to put our health first. That's it. And, you know, that's it. That, that's what it ultimately comes down to. It's about that prioritization. And, and that's something that, listen, if it means your life or my life, best believe. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck you. Exactly. True. Like, you, yo, like, nah. You keep that to yourself because I, I'm not, no. You know, and that's just the reality of it. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's, some people would probably have, you know, and I really didn't think about that that much, but there would have been people that, you oh, know, yeah. did not do that. Yeah. 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 Like, eight out of 10 people would have been like, well, guess I'm getting sick. Like that, that would have yeah, been. Yeah. <laughs> I see trees of green. Yeah. Red roses, roses too. <laughs> I see those boobs. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, man. That, uh, yeah, that, that was a situation in which you showed a lot of character, a lot of rationalization, and. I don't think he was given enough credit for that, and you should have. And I wish I would have given you more credit for that in the moment. But in the moment, it was just, like, so exciting, and it was hilarious at the same time because how it was happening. It was, a. Uh, I I mean... I kind of miss those like days, that. to be honest. What, at the beginning of the pandemic? Like, yeah, just because it was everything that was happening that we wanted to happen before the pandemic started happening just as the fucking pandemic happened, particularly in this instance, it really revved up. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny because in my mind, I was like, the timing is so awful. Like, <laughs> like, and, and the thing is, is like, you know, to be honest, at that point, I was just like, listen, you know, don't get me wrong. This would be cool. But no, in this circumstance, if someone ends up dying, like we, you know, you got to also understand, like during that time, there are people dying, you know what I mean? And like, uh, you know, I don't want to put the business out there, but in particular with this person, they were going through something, you know what I mean? Yeah. With that, with health stuff. So I'm not trying to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like they, that was hypersensitivity. They had somebody that was affected, and uh, very early on, very yeah, early on in the pandemic, they were one of the like popularly recorded cases in New York, at least from what I understood after some examination. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it was one of it was one of like the first 
And yeah, it's yeah. it sucked. It definitely sucked, but again, just because of the circumstances and the pressure of the situation and everything that just came with it, I just thought that you handled that like a stud. No, no matter what, it's it's honestly it has to be it has to be you know, safety first in the situation, especially in a time where we don't know you know, we really didn't know. It's it's crazy to look back on it. We did not know the exact uh We didn't know how know, serious this shit was gonna get. Know, yeah. We didn't even know how long it would last. You know, people were saying two weeks, a week, you know, quarantine for a month. You know, we didn't know. Uh you know, people were saying people were dying. There were people who were saying that they, you know, they made it through safely. People were on breathing machines. You know, it was all over the place. And <laughs> it's you know, not funny, but like the ventilators. Yeah, Everyone's yeah, gonna like, be on a ventilator. Yeah, I thought about. I thought about. I thought about. You know, Fucking what was it? Trump. The episode of SpongeBob, like oh. the episode of SpongeBob, where it's like, ha 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 ha. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, you know that's extremely scary. So I don't care what yeah. it is. If that means I'm gonna go outside die, dude, you you know best believe I'm, I'm not dying, dude. I'm not dying. You know, and and. You know, the greatest thing about all of it was that, you know, it was just, uh, it was kind of a learning experience for all of us. That's what kind of made it also kind of feel like a moment, as sad as it kind of sounds. Like the pandemic, the beginning, it was like, you know, everybody was kind of like off of work and everything just for a little bit and trying to figure out what's going on. And it's like, it was a moment because we were all trying to like be in it together and, and really figure it out. And I think that, you know, Nah, I don't care. I, you know, I don't. I don't. I really don't care. Not even for recognition, like you said. Uh, you know, I should have. I deserve credit. And no, nah, dude, I don't even need credit. I'm not dying. You know, like that's my biggest fear. <laughs> the last thing I need is like, oh, it's nice to see you, and then, ah, and I'm dead. You know, <laughs> like no. I will say that I'm very happy with our group because we all like stood by each other regardless of oh, what the definitely. fuck was going on and a lot of people fucking turned on each other because of the pressure and all that shit and honestly it's like this didn't affect any of us spiritually oh, with each other like it just made all of us fucking even tighter and that shit was that was also beautiful to watch like my relationship since this whole fucking pandemic with albie alone was like immaculate in terms of the evolution of it and you know that's not that's something i didn't see coming and it, it's it was like that with a lot of people it's just a lot of us we just we stood together and we stood strong together and um we did good we did good we we stopped each other from doing a lot of dumb things and that being one of the well that not being one of them that you stopped yourself but <laughs> there was no, a lot definitely. of uh there was definitely a lot of shit that we all went through as a as a team and over the last year, like many others have, and uh, I just thought that it was awesome that we that we all got got through it together. I mean, you know, I think yeah, we it was it was great that we. This is one of those instances we were just talking about, like kind of like the poison of, uh, you know, sometimes like, you know, the internet a little bit. I think this is one of those situations where the internet really brought us together. Um, you know, the internet could, of course, be a gift and a curse. And in this situation, it really helped us kind of uh, 
just find our way, you know, with one another and make sure that we're all good. And, you know, situations like that, it's funny, you know, you referred to the situation with like, you know, I mean, not deciding to go. It's like we were all living through that together. Like, oh, what is he going to do? And you know what I mean? It's like it created little moments for us. And I think that that's just really cool because, uh, you know, that's the one thing, pan you know, the pandemic could definitely be uh, recorded as something that, you know, I guess had positives as well. You know, we, we so often think about the stuff it did, you know, wrong to us. It's good to, you know, take a little break from that and think about, okay, wait, you know, this really positively, I think, affected our life in certain areas, you know, and not for everyone, but it's good to, you know, be a little bit more positive sometimes with these things. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I think that despite all the chaos that we were thrown in, there was a lot of, a lot of positives that came out of it in terms of self-improvement and just growth and many different types of growths. And there was just, if you, you don't even have to look that hard, but if you look, you can see that there's a lot of stuff that came with the negative that this situation was. Oh, and, yeah, um, you know, it's, it, it was just nice that we all had each other. Even if it was in a virtual sense, it wasn't like that for very long. You know, my birthday last year, we were all together and that was nice. Um, very true. And there was, there was like other instances where again, we were just all together and we didn't let things stop us through the comfort of everyone. We obviously did these things, but we did them respectfully in terms of public space, but we always ended up getting together. And I think that was that was beautiful to watch because even the pandemic couldn't pull us apart. Definitely. I think, uh, it was actually really cool. It's kind of like a test almost because I mean, you look at that even like specifically for our community and that discord, it just, you know, now we, this is, these are the people we talk to like every day, you know? And I think a lot of it was reconnected through that, just creating that routine because there was nothing else to do really. You know, like we said, you know, people were dying. <laughs> we had no certainty. If you go to the, you know, the next apple you get from the supermarket is going to be the one to kill you. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, dude, it's it's everyone's just like, oh, it's crazy. You know, we're all talking about the news of what's happening day by day. That's why I really think it's kind of underrated to look at the pandemic at the early days, because I think it was kind of an interesting experience. I mean, I don't know. We were really. You know, I think just because we didn't know anything, oh, it's airborne, it's this, it's that, like, we don't know, you know, and uh, now we know so much more than we did then, but it's like, it's just crazy, it's just crazy to see it all kind of in action, and I think that, uh, you know, I'm just happy that, that you know, we're, we're at least safe, you know, because I know there are a lot of people who haven't been, you know, as fortunate, and it's good to kind of look at your own experience and just be happy that we're all kind of intact, you know, like there are people who have really passed away and, and gone through really hard times, lost everything. And, you know, it's, it's bad. It's bad out here. We have each other and we're strong for it. I remember, um, the, uh, when me and my ex went to the freaking grocery store and this dude, sneezed on me three fucking times and immediately i was like oh i'm dead 
and then in my head the whole time walking home. I just kept hearing the X Men theme because I thought I was gonna turn mm-hmm. into like a fucking mutant. Like I just like I just kept hearing that. I'm like, this is it. Everyone, make your reservations to see me because it's over. I'm gonna wake up with fucking like Wolverine claws, but they're gonna be from my feet, not my hands. Said it's over. But um. It was definitely an experience, and I feel like for a New Yorker more so, just because for once the city that never sleeps, it slept. Yeah, definitely, which is very, very rare. (laughs) It was nice to see New York finally go to sleep. And that sounds like really sadistic in a way, but for somebody that's born and raised here and like, his whole life just been seeing and been subjective to this subjected to this non-stop chaos it was fucking nice to see it stop for a month yeah it was definitely uh you know one of the moments i had was definitely like i went to times square um in the midst of everything i drove to times square and i didn't get out the car or anything but i just drove by just to see what it was like and it it was really, I think, a once in a lifetime experience, at least for me. I, I've never seen anything like it, how empty it was. Because if you're from New York City, you know that Times Square is an area that exactly how you said, like City Never Sleeps, that that's that's one of the places where it's not gonna sleep. You know what Dude, I mean? Dude, even at night, that fucking place is packed. Doesn't even matter. Any any time. It could be five in the morning and there's there's tons of people, you know, crowds and that was one of the moments like, oh damn. You know, and it was kind of interesting to see. It was scary, you know, but I think it was kind of needed in certain areas because uh, I think we appreciate more of what we have now more than ever. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. I think a lot of people are in a a state where they're now appreciating things that they have and people that they have way more than they did. There's a lot more value in the air and that needed to be there 100%. But it I mean, was uh, it was definitely nice to see. Like, I think one. So my New York moment during the pandemic was on the train. So from the moment the lockdown happened and only the essentials were allowed to go out, I saw the same ten people on the train every day going to work. And it got to the point where like I'm friends with four out of the ten of them. And the other six, like, it just, it never clicked, like, the friendship, but we did try. But, like, we all saw each other the same time every morning and the same time coming home from work every afternoon. And it was, like, we always went to work and came home together. We got, we all got off at the same stops. And it was just, like, it was fun to, like, be on the train and hear someone out, like, another essential worker's experience. And just you know, like hear their story, what they got going on, and how the home life is like, and it was, it was, it was quite, quite the time. Especially if you was a public transportation commuter, like you saw a different side of those terrains that you've never seen before ever. And again, like I am so grateful for the the peacefulness that New York had. While while it had it, 
and uh, it wasn't for very long. Like I said, it was only a month, and then all the other shit started happening. But we had it for a little while, and uh, I enjoyed every sometime. second of it. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. But you know, that's when we started biking and we started doing all these things. Oh, that was you know. great too. I yeah, about we, that. we adapted, dude. We adapted to these things to see each other and see each other in a safe way. And that's where Lewis got his hairline fracture on his hand because he thought he could bunny hop something after not being on the <laughs> bike for like years. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know he had a hairline fracture. Yeah, when we met up with you, it, it had already happened. That's I'm why he literally... was he was riding with one hand. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> you know, it's it's... It's, listen, some of our, our greatest moments, I think, are going to be recorded in this time frame. I just think, uh, you know, I think it, it's definitely something crazy because, I mean, moving forward, things are already getting normal. But as things continue to get normal, we have to carry these values into everyday life, you know, not take it for granted. I think uh, also the people we've lost, you know what I mean? Um, obviously, you know, we've listen. We didn't lose that many people, thankfully. You know, we have lost people, and uh, you know, we just hope to, you know, for the people we have to just stay by our side and to just overall every day just appreciate everyone because you know there are people who cannot, you know, kiss their loved ones good night. There are people who have lost complete like parents, just both parents to this, and it's 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 really you know it's a serious situation, um, and I think that it just also shows the value of just having each other because like you said we were each other's sanctuary kind of you know we were worried and the thing that would help us is you know getting on every day playing these games and honestly it's 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 good to have that you know it's good to have that sanctuary and friendship and you know that's just a beautiful thing you know and again not not to go back to this and not to throw shade at the person but i think a big difference between me and my ex was i had you guys every day right and she had nobody but me and one of like one of her friends that's it and it's like and i feel like in a situation where someone is content with themselves that would be enough but for somebody that just wanted more it wasn't and I didn't realize like how much we did for each other until much later on. Like until this year, I didn't realize it. Just because like the spats that me and her went through about the emotional differences that we were in. Like I didn't realize a lot of the time, not saying all of it was you guys, but I didn't realize that a lot of it was because of you guys. Because I had you guys there at my like at arm's reach every day pretty much any time of the day and that's something a lot of people didn't have to be honest that's like for for a community like ours that already knows how to utilize this technology and utilize it to an extent where that others just don't know how to like we it's it's almost like the pandemic never happened kind of you know it's kind of oh, yeah. like we were on summer vacation from school and we were just, we, we all had that free time. Like, that's how it felt at a certain point. And it was just nice to, you know, to have that. And it I saw the difference much later on that 
you know, mentally I was, I stood sharp because I had those interactions, even if it was digital, it could become physical whenever we wanted. And we made it that way a lot. And, you know, a lot of those times I would try and include her and I realized, I didn't realize it then, but I had realized it later that she wanted that, but with her crowd and she couldn't get it. And she was just very upset seeing me have it while she couldn't have it because right. they didn't know how to do what we did. They didn't know how to do it, how we did it. I think a lot of people didn't know how to do it, how we did it. I think that we adjusted accordingly and we kept each other strong. We're also used to that lifestyle though. You know, even if the pandemic never happened, we were still pretty much homebodies. I mean, we mainly, you know, our hobby was playing, it, it is playing games, you know, and that's, that's the difference. You know, people who don't play games and stuff, they don't understand, like, you know, well, they, they might understand because there's other hobbies that also require you to be indoors, but, you know, we, we were already doing that before the pandemic. So exactly what you said, we could enjoy what we could enjoy, you know, our favorite hobby while also being safe. And I think that, you know, not everyone had that luxury, exactly what you said. And I think that overall, I can't fault them for that either, but I think there had to be for them, there had to compromise. There's no choice, but to compromise and uh, find ways to do what you love, you know, while uh, making adjustments. And if they can't do that, then exactly what you said, that person is bound to be miserable, you know, because there, there are ways around it. There's ways to, you know, be happier in those situations and still meet up with your friends, even if it's, you know, I mean, in that case, probably not outside physically, but, you know, you still have people. It's just, it's up to you to find out how to utilize it. And for us, it wasn't very hard because we've always, you know, done that stuff. And we've always played video games. We've always been on Discord and, you know, so it was just kind of like another day and exactly what you said, just another time. Um, so, I mean... In general, is definitely situational, but exactly what you said, if you want that piece, you know, you'll find it. And if you don't, you know, if you can't find it, then you probably don't want it. You know, in the in this kind of context of the pandemic. You know, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot for a lot of people to handle. And I think that overall, uh, we've come a long way in, in the past year and some change. You know. It's true. We have definitely come a long way. I agree with that. 100%. It's been a long day. <laughs> it's been a long day. It really has. <laughs> um, well, you know, let me tell you something, man. This was a great cast. It really was. It was. This was a this was a great time. We almost hit two hours. I want to keep it under. So we're gonna say our goodbyes, and I'm gonna have a lovely theme playing in the background before I say my goodbyes. Please, by all means, say what you gotta say to the people that are listening out in the digital world that may have been triggered by things that we said, but listened nonetheless because they love us, and we love you back. Because yes, uh... fuck Taylor Swift. All right, go on. Go ahead. Be fair. Not to uh, fully go back to this point, but I think it's a humorous take. Uh, you know, exactly what we talked about the incident before. Things ended up working out <laughs> during the pandemic. I ended up getting a girlfriend anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want anyone being sad for me in the chat or anything. 
Yeah, it but worked out. My dude's good. Out. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's been a long day. But we made it. Uh, and yeah, you know, just don't ever, even when things may seem grim, you know, just you know, things like this it just shows you that you have to be patient with everything. I mean, going outside, you know, and and just any interaction, you got to just be patient because uh, things will have their time. And, you know, we all have to be patient with one another. If we don't feel safe getting this vaccine, you know, you can't blame people. Just let them have their take and you'll have yours. That's it. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for coming back, even though we've been gone for almost three months. But we came back. Screw and we did it. Tree. We did and it. There has to be more podcasts because this is crazy. And there is going to be more podcasts because there is going to be more podcasts. And that is my reason for that. That's not I'm going to be more. Oh, shut up. I'm going to be more aggressive <laughs> in getting guests on here. I've just been a little bit uh, He's been He's lazy. Been and, um, vacation. Well, we're gonna get back to it. We're gonna get. We're definitely gonna get back to it. We're gonna make it happen. We're gonna get part twos of people that haven't come back yet. We're gonna get new faces. We're gonna do a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, I think I don't know. I haven't locked it in yet. But the next episode might be quite a fucking emotional one. So get ready. What do you mean? Wait, what? Because that guess there's gonna be some tears. <laughs> Family. Uh, all right, guys. Have a good night. Demi, thank you, Demi. All right, let's go. Let's go.